2: American Dream (laughs) He's just a common man Working hard with his hands He's just a common man Reaching hard for your pants (laughs) Yeah! American
0: Oh. <clears throat> oh, oh, <clears> oh. <throat>
2: welcome everybody welcome everybody the Juice pro wrestling episode 71
1: what's up dude what's going on threatened in disguise <laughs> yeah
2: it has begun <sighs> yeah 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 in disguise
1: with the summer wines
2: <laughs> yeah the summer wines hold up let me see if i can find the hole you know i'm usually pretty <sighs> good at doing this but yeah.
1: hold up here we go here we go uh- Ah, it, it, it's a struggle. We'll, we'll get it. Oh, she's almost dead. It's usually it's... easier to find the hole if you use your finger to, like, look around.
2: Ah, Mama. I just suckled from the teat of Andre's uh, fine wine from the French Alps. And it was rather tasty. Oh, man. The stuff. Did I hear my oh, name? Oh, shit. Andre the Giant. What's going on, bro? Ah, I'm here from Jam Street, bitch. Yeah. You call me a bitch?
1: Yeah. Uh, Don't you see this fucking mask I'm wearing? I know you can hear me. I know you get hearing tests for this shit. You hear every world I say.
2: <laughs> I do. I'd like to thank you for the sweet nectar that we're partaking in tonight.
1: Ah, um, or you <laughs> say merci. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, juices like wine. I like wine too. Yeah. There's, uh, the best wine on earth is, uh... Uh, lost binders. my train
0: of thought I gotta go <laughs>
1: alright later on brother
2: wow so starting off the show Andre kick, <laughs> kicking it with his wine that I'm stirring with a straw that I'm going to attempt to drink through this mouth hole those of you watching on YouTube can see what we're talking about those of you on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify you're fucked
1: use your imagination yeah. imagination uh, well, seeing us visually is uh, visually Seeing us visually is only just uh, marginally. It's just a little. It's just a little bonus to the stupidity. Because
2: this is, uh, hey, there ain't none stupid. This is the
1: cure for the common traffic jam. Yeah, our show. No cookie cutter in this motherfucker.
2: (laughs) That was my Max Cavalera.
1: Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, we're trying segments. (sighs) So, one of our segments now is uh, we don't have a title, but it's what'd you watch this week. Uh, uh. Uh.
2: Well, I'll let you know what I watched this week, friend. And as it pertains to the world of professional wrestling, I'll start off with, first of all, the poo-poo fest that was SummerSlam. Uh, I heard. I, heard oh, it hold wasn't. Up, I gotta itch my boogers. That's right, my boogers can be itched. Fuck you. I did. You know, I said it right. Um, did you watch it? No. Any of it? I read about it. Good boy. Um, here's the thing: there were a few really fucking cool killer moments. This mask is killing me. I don't think I'll be able to do it the whole time, but it looks so fucking dumb. Too sweet me when you meet me, bro. Um, <laughs> stone. I thought SummerSlam. If I, I'll give it to you real quick, out of a, a scale of one to ten, which I like to do because that's the finest way to do things, and we only do things the finest way on Juice Pro Wrestling. That's right. Uh, I give it maybe a six. A six. Say, say, say. Uh, that's not a
1: bad score if it was a weekly show. It's not bad but if it's the second. You biggest know, event for that promotion. Yeah. Uh, and
2: for all you guys so out there, all, the all you smart marks, that think, you know, that I just shit on WWE when I've constantly told you I'm not. I'm just displeased with their product. Here's the thing I really enjoyed the Bray Wyatt, the Fiend segment. Uh, his entrance was fucking awesome. His new lantern where he comes out, and it's basically his lantern is the severed head of his former self. And the, Tom Savini, I know, did his mask. He had to have done that too. That's crazy. It's, it was fucking cool. And his entrance is it's still the same theme music. Um, but it, it's like more metal now. I, I can't think of who the band is. I actually I'm not gonna lie, I don't know who the band is that does it right now. Um I think I briefly saw it for one second on Is it uh Tortured YouTube. Pig Farts? Do you <laughs> yeah. know that band? No. It should have been like Cal Decapitation or something, that would have been cool. Um, I was just going to rattle off a uh, different dying fetus, you know, yeah. suffocation, Campbell Corp. Those are all
1: real. I was going to yeah. rattle off fake ones. No, we can't. We don't. Would you?
2: Never mind. Anyways, SummerSlam. Um, Damn it. I love the Bray Wyatt. I loved. I Here's the thing. I enjoyed the Goldberg segment, but at the same time, I didn't. So uh, real quick to ruin it for all you guys. Spoiler alert the fucking meat is rotten why'd you bring that rotten meat in here of all places kids you've had had
1: like four days to watch
2: it no actually yeah yeah you're right they've had four days to watch (laughs) who are you where are you gone where you been i don't know traveling through time going back in time to sunday um here's the thing Uh, brock lesnar going over fucking seth rollins all right or, no, he didn't. He didn't go, I'm sorry, the Andre's Vineyard's getting to me already. Seth Rollins goes over Brock Lesnar. Forgive me for my botch, assholes. Um, no. Which I, I'm not a fan of. I'm really bored with Seth Rollins. But I really dug the Bray Wyatt thing. Uh, he he kind of really beat the shit out of Finn Balor, and it was, it was good. I think that as far as the Raw and SmackDown brands go, Bray Wyatt is, once again, one of those guys that don't fuck this up. He is the future for them. Like I mean, there's a ton of shit they can do marketing-wise with what he's doing in his gimmick, and it's got this really sinister approach, man. And it's it's, it's fucking scary. cool. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say that. You know, it's pretty fucking scary. scary.
1: Cool. It's cool. It's really creepy. It's really cool. I'm
2: digging the fiend shit. Um, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. I thought was a pretty decent match. Uh, Charlotte going over on that one. Uh, I think that was. It, this was in Toronto, by the way, so I'm pretty sure that was Trisha's send-off, you know, like her last, actually her last match, but in wrestling, never say never, you know, I'm 80 years old, I'm a
1: deathbed, and guess what, I'm going to wrestle a match. You get mad enough, you can always power through a match. Yeah,
2: yeah, But uh, and then going to the Goldberg segment, I, like I said, I I liked,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I liked it, I didn't like it, and that's, you know, that's about it.
1: I liked it. I read about it. I wish I would have watched that. Yeah. But as it pertains to storytelling, development of product, all that stuff, it was worthless. Yeah, there's but no I, point to Dolph it. Ziegler's even though kind it's
2: kind of been awesome. in limbo for a long fucking time now. Excuse me while I find that mouth hole.
1: That that's all. Goldberg used to be one of my favorites. I didn't realize like maybe it was because I've had full blown ADD back when he was like the guy. Um, because Ooh. he had super short matches. He wasn't. He wasn't that great. I just liked how he'd come in, just demolish and leave. He was the modern day ultimate warrior essentially. And they're still doing that, but there's no, like that was okay. It was, it was like a palate cleanser. It was like when you smell a bunch of colognes and then they give you a thing of coffee beans. That's back in the NWO days. That's what Goldberg was. Yeah. It did
2: a couple of things. I think, I mean, for one, like Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I don't know his personal take on it, but Dolph, you know, he got to work with Goldberg who is a, he's a fucking legend. I don't care what anybody says, man. Uh, Matt Riddle, who, bro, who I totally <laughs> love and respect, and I really like, and I think this guy has all the potential in the world, but, you know, he's going out, and he's calling out these guys, and they did the watch-along with, uh, who's, Pat McAfee from the Colts, who's with WWE now, and every time they have a pay-per-view, they do a watch-along, and he had Matt Riddle on there, and he's like, man, bro, I ran into Goldberg before the show, before I came here, and, like... <laughs> I just got this shoulder, like, this big 300-pound shoulder, like, against me. And I look, and it's Bill Goldberg. I'm like, hey, bro. And he's like, I'm not your bro. <laughs> you know, like, we got some talking to He's Like, yeah, I'm down to talk anytime, bro. And he's like, I'm not your bro. <laughs> I kept telling him that, you know. Um, I don't know if it's a work or not, you know. Who knows if it's a work or a shoot. And Jericho said it best. Like, why rip into these dudes? Because one day you're going to be that guy. Yeah. You know, I mean. Props to Goldberg for going out there and doing his shit. And I'm by no means like a huge, giant Goldberg fan. I mean, for me at this point, it's just a nostalgia thing. And we all know anybody that watches, all of you out there listening that watch pro wrestling, if you say you don't like something that's nostalgic in the biz, you're a fucking liar. liar. And you should probably probably put a paintball gun to your nutsack. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that hurts. I could have said something way more brutal, so accept it as what it is. But, anyways. I I accepted the Goldberg match for what it was. I thought it was a little ridiculous that he came back out a couple times and speared Dolph after he already <laughs> yeah, beat him. I actually like it. I do like it, but it, I don't know. You know, I, I get they they just cooked up that storyline real quick.
1: Short or long term storytelling, it does nothing. It d- yeah, it does nothing at all. It didn't do anything.
2: The only thing it did was redeem Goldberg for the Undertaker match. That's what I read, and that's the only fucking thing it did. Yeah. And and I'm glad for that because he didn't deserve to go out like that. Right. You know, Goldberg did mean a lot to some people out there. And, I mean, he's a big part of my childhood uh, in high school years watching wrestling. Even, like I said, I was I was never a huge Goldberg mark. But I did love, I, you know, I'd be a liar if I told you I didn't love when he came out and he fucking was intense as shit and he squashed people. And not only that, he did introduce, he was one of the very first, uh, crop of guys that introduced the mma element and style to a character you know he had that big fight fucking feel to him so hey man shout out to bully ray because i saw him on twitter and i'm not the biggest bully ray fan but he was like pretty much like that fucking ruled and everybody
1: else you know fuck you i think it's okay because it's it's the it's the second biggest it's the second biggest pay-per-view for wwe of the year right Mm -hmm. and so it's ex- it's acceptable to have matches like this because it's a, it's the spectacle. So you yeah. you sprinkle in some of the storyline, but a lot of the storylines to me are either supposed to end or it's like chapter one right. is done, or you know, or a whole st- a whole story, a whole st- <laughs> storyline ends. Um, so stuff like this is totally fine. Like yeah. sprinkled in because it, cause it's just I mean it's just a cool thing. You
2: just gotta sprinkle a little bit of it in, yeah when did you think you hear the Macho Man talking with the the Luchador flavor?
0: Yeah, cream on the crop. Yeah, you know what it does. You know what the cream does? It gets me wet. It always raises. Rises straight to the top.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, another match I really dug was AJ Styles and Ricochet. I thought it was a decent match. Um, Ricochet coming out with the fucking straight up Nightwing attire, dude. Like from Batman. Oh yeah, he had a full like bodysuit done, dude. These French, motherfuckers, French bulldog ears, <laughs> yeah, no, not so much. um <laughs> if the motherfucker's doing the attires for like w w e and I'm sure they're making good money, and they always have been. But if nowadays, if they ain't fucking just killing it and making like a couple hundred grand a year, then they they're being disserviced because this the outfits and attire I see some of these guys come out, and it's gonna kind of lead into a segue what I want' to talk about next. It's just fucking ridiculous. Like that Nightwing getup was dope as fuck. You know, and had he looked like a genuine superhero. You know, yeah. Ricochet's fucking cut up, he's shredded, ripped up like shredded wheat. Oh, shout out to the Misfits. Oh yeah, <laughs> well yeah, Bruiser Bodie. Um, it, it just looked so awesome. And to kind of get over into what I want to go into next was NXT Takeover. Toronto, which happens the Saturday before, which I had a way, I watched the whole fucking thing. It was great. Yeah. You know, that I have no problem with. That's, you know, and everybody's kind of talked about it. We've touched on it a tad bit. Uh, AEW, their only competition, I believe, from WWE is going to be NXT. Because that's what everybody that is a WWE fan, at least in the diehard wrestling community, like from WWE. You know, unless you're just that absolute WWE mark that can't fucking get over it and realize that, dude, they are putting out some bad shit, you know, on the main roster. NXT is where it's at. Um, from what I understand, Fox Sports uh, 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 Pardon my French. Better not throw up in that mess. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? It might taste really bad and really good at the same time. Uh, ugh, some yeah, anyway. and shit for you. Anyways. Um NXT is the brand that people can get behind in WWE, and they're really the ones you know, pumping all cylinders. And that's why Fox Sports wants to bring them to the forefront. And when they go, when SmackDown and everything, I don't know, I think Raw's still staying on USA, and uh, Fox Sports is getting SmackDown. They really want AEW on Wednesdays, or not AEW, I'm sorry, NXT on Wednesdays to combat AEW. It's gonna to be tough, man. It's gonna be weird. I, me, myself, like I love NXT, but man, dude, everybody's wanting to see what AEW really is as far as a TV product and where it's going. We don't know yet. And not only that, they have the huge momentum of we ain't had fucking wrestling on TNT in damn near twenty years. Right. I'm sorry, that is one of the points that sells me as a fucking diehard wrestling fan. Like I want to see that shit. I believe turner networks has a fucking lineage in a place with professional wrestling that needs to come back and it's it aew is going to make it so modern and so hip but yet keep it in that fucking old school feels you know and it's it's going to grab me by the tacticals and make me feel real good about their <laughs> yeah, tacticals yeah so you know- i'm super excited for that but nxt takeover uh every match on the card was fucking awesome, man. And uh, what really stood out to me as it pertains, we were talking about Ricochet with his Nightwing getup. Everybody in wrestling now, like the younger dudes, they're all comic fans. You know, they're like our age. They grew up, they right. love comic books. They are portraying superheroes in the or villains in the fucking ring. Why not fucking borrow some of that? You know, like, it's fucking great. So Ricochet comes out as Nightwing. The main event... uh, nxt takeover we saw adam cole who is the current nxt champion versus johnny gargano dude they had it was like a three-tier match right so they start off it's just a regular wrestling match Mm -hmm. second match it's a street fight Mm -hmm. third match it's like the like a chamber of horrors almost like the fucking cage comes down they have like barbed wire across the top like tables up there there's sledgehammers there's all kinds of shit you know um and they just fucking tear it up, dude, for an hour. They went for a fucking hour, and there wasn't one point in that hour that I was ever bored, and that is kudos to trips and w w e on that because that's what their whole fucking product should be now, right you know, in my opinion, you guys can fucking speculate or discredit me or talk whatever shit you want, and if you do you know call one eight seven two two six seven forty one ninety nine and speak your truths or spew your <laughs> falsehoods. I don't care um. But that's just my opinion, man. And I had a great time watching NXT. So in like going into, I'm not going to really go too much into detail about that, but it was a great fucking show. Go back on the network and fucking watch it. You'll be thoroughly entertained. Um, So SummerSlam comes along and I'm fucking watching it, you know, and me and Bodie are fucking texting on messenger and shit back and forth. It's just like, man, I'm like, some of this is good, but I'm still like, just so bored watching this why is that and it's not me just sitting there wanting to hate because i'm not that type of guy you know like if it's bad it's bad you know i'm not gonna like sit there and be like yes i can't wait for this to suck so i can talk shit about it i'm not that motherfucker you know like oh, your time is valuable yeah yeah it was so boring man like i it got to like kofi and randy orton like i just there was nothing in that for me, you know? That's me personally. I don't know how everybody else feels about that. Please feel free to leave comments uh, and let me know. But I just, I had to turn it off. And you know what I did? I'm going to tell you what I did. What did you did? I damn near finished up Glow Season 3.
1: Oh,
0: I didn't even watch Season 1 yet. Oh, really?
1: No, I watched like uh, two episodes of the first season. Oh, man. I'll catch
2: up. Come on now, girl. Doing daddy wrong.
1: So, um, this mic feels like there's a, a pubic hair on it.
2: <laughs> there might be. Um, I, Glow
1: season three for me so far, it, it's it been cool. It's it's a lot different than the last two seasons. What are they? What is the third season about? Because Glow, as a historical promotion, was only on for two seasons, right?
2: Uh, it was like two or three or something like that. Was it? it was okay. very short. Uh, Swine's going to make me throw up. <laughs> oh, I feel good. keep going
0: yeah. Um, yeah,
2: so season three like right it. now I mean it's dealing with a lot of the internal relationships between certain characters there isn't really much in ring like action like there has been in the last two seasons
1: <laughs>
2: break it down this mask is killing me <laughs> <We're>, we might be the mask we might <laughs> both die yeah we're gonna fucking die you guys heard it here first Um. there's a lot of Penis, penis, you heard me? Did Sorry. you say penis? Yeah, there's some penis in season three that I'm just like. Hey, that's the thing nowadays, I guess. I and, didn't sign and... up for all this PP. <laughs> all this dick, and so little time. I Didn't time. sign up for all of this, and, but dick. Uh, on the other hand, there's also a lot of titties.
1: I did sign up for the titties though.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of tits shown, but there's you know there's some man bush. There's like <laughs> the one guy who's playing um Ruth or not Ruth, but uh the fuck the one chick who's kind of a, she's, I can't think of her name on the show, but anyways, long story short, she's she thinks this guy thinks she's a hooker, so she's going to go fuck him, and they're all staying in living in Vegas, and she goes and fucks him, and he gets up and says, all right, well, what do you think is fair? And she's like, oh, well, like 200, he's like, 200 bucks seems fair, and she's like, yeah. He's like, okay. And he's waiting for his payment, and she's like, oh, well, I thought you thought that I was a hooker, and he's like, no, like, Long story short, they end up like. Classic
1: mutual hookery. Yeah, yeah. And she keeps
2: keeps getting them, you know, and all that fucking crazy shit. But then they show a shot. He gets up. There's a lot of Bush. He had the little baby Gigi Allen dick. And I'm like, man, why they got to show the dick, man? That's like a thing in Hollywood, like where (laughs) in the last five to ten years, a lot of comedy movies and everything. It's like the funny thing to show dick.
1: I don't know. It's pretty funny.
2: I mean, it's funny, but
1: I don't watch enough stuff. And like
2: that show, I was just like, yeah, man. And then you got like Bash Howard, who is like the guy running shit. And he has this fucking uh, sex scene with his wife, who's Britannica. And I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for you guys that haven't watched it yet. (laughs) But, uh, and I'm not saying it was this this bad. It's just like, it was
1: unexpected. Do you have to do dick spoilers? Is that count as spoilers? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't want to know as anything As long as it's not happens. spoiled dick, because I like mine nice and healthy. Yeah.
0: Uh, well. <laughs>
2: um. He's. She's trying to get interest in him to get him to bang her. So she brings this, that that guy that showed his dick in the bush to Gigi Allen Baby Dick. Uh-huh. And, uh. She pays for him to come in to make him jealous. Well, he doesn't get jealous. And he's just like, hey, well, whatever you want. You know, he's like, do you want to kiss my wife? He's like, well, yeah. He's like, go ahead. He's like, do you want to touch her breasts? And it's <laughs> like, go ahead. and then it ends up being a threesome. You know, dudes jerking dudes and all that. And it was just, it was so out of nowhere in this show that I'm probably like, probably not wow. historically accurate either. I, I'm, sh- well, who knows? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Oh, yeah. This mask is killing me. I'm going to die. I'm going to fucking die. Um, speaking of dying, we got to take a short commercial Ooh, break. Oh, a
0: short commercial break! Hey,
2: how's everybody doing? My voice is a lot more apparent now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's probably, it's probably really. Oh
2: God, my now. face is real sweaty and stinky. You guys watching on YouTube right now can see it, but I'm still fucking handsome as fuck. I do have a pube in my mouth, I think. Ugh, How'd that happen?
1: Did someone say pube in my
2: mouth? <laughs> Andre, you know, you got those short curlies. 110% I... chance <laughs> is from
1: my head. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, you know, they call me the eighth wonder of the world. Ninth wonder? What the fuck was it? What's
2: well, the eighth wonder of the afterworld now?
1: Eighth wonder of the afterworld. But also I had the freak thing where uh you know, I used to grow pubes on uh, on my dickhead too. Really?
2: True that- story. Ah! Gotta go. <laughs> oh God. Andre always dropping by with the with the fun. So I'm glad to have these masks on, I'm glad you said that because uh in lucha libre culture, man, that is them
1: motherfuckers, that's like their skin. Well, we just disgraced ourselves taking our masks off.
2: We did. You know what? Sometimes you got to die by the
0: sword. Huh, yeah.
2: Quote some Slayer for all you mental maniacs out there. It's easy to drink out of the straw now. Yeah, I couldn't find the hole. It was like, dude, Juice, trust me, Juice is not one for not finding the holes. He finds them every time, and he's damn good. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. <laughs> there ain't no booing on that shit. Right. This, um, yeah, so getting back to NXT and all that shit, it was great, but it wasn't. I'm just gonna say this: WWE still doesn't cut it for me, man. Just doesn't do it. I got,
1: I got, I got uh, like two theories on how uh, WWE is gonna like start to compete when the thing is because there's still quite a few people that are hating on AEW, hate on really anything. Everybody, everybody
2: hates on everything. Here's the thing though, and you know that there motherfuckers out there hating on that's our true. shit. You know, like yeah. not that I give. Two
1: fucks, but is there? I'm totally ignorant to anybody that doesn't. I, I don't really know, know of
2: anybody, but I'm sure because that's the way society is nowadays. It's like if you have hate in your heart, let it out. Yeah,
1: everything's a <laughs> oh, great oh, show, yeah. but uh,
2: yeah. Did you listen this past week? No, uh, no I but, meant uh, to catch it. It's like fuck you, fuck your life. That's what I gotta say. All these motherfucking false
1: flagging motherfuckers. No, I think so. I think two things are gonna happen. Yes, uh, AW. Bring I it do, have a feeling it's gonna be. Like popular, it's going to do its thing. Uh, by the new year... Like not a surf popular? I'm here to the I gotta, class. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I, think, I think within six months, they'll get their act together and start doing some cool shit. The second thing that's going to happen is a year into the promotion, so we'll see how long it goes, but year into AD, AEW being on, uh, on, on TV, some of the popular guys are going to start jumping ship from AEW, and then they're uh, going to use that...
2: Well, I mean that all, you know, that depends on well, what then, kind of contract then gonna, and shit. Then it's going
1: to mix it up. The they'll, interesting
2: they'll... thing I saw today was that uh Cody Rhodes responded to somebody
1: saying that they've only revealed 40% of their roster. Oh, that's why I, th- that's one of the reasons I'm super excited about All Out cuz who knows what's going to happen somebody that,
2: and that's the thing like how could you not be pumped for this shit? This is bringing back everything like as a wrestling fan that you wanted. You know, like you can't shit on this. WWE One of my favorite things growing up was shit was
1: uh, was the save. Somebody's getting their ass beat, you know, during a match, and yeah. somebody pops out of the back to save. Yeah, and it was always like, oh shit, there yeah, is. Yeah. You know, like Macho Man saving Hulk Hogan, vice versa. Although
0: I would never do that. Yeah, Hogan be a man. Yeah, clean up your room mess. Yeah, and <laughs> Dookie in your diaper,
2: Hulkie. Uh. No, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I love the run-ins. I uh, any, any kind of surprise is, is fucking awesome. That you know, there's like key elements that get motherfuckers to pop in the wrestling game, and it's you know when someone's getting beat down. And of course, there's these elements. Okay, the scenario you're playing out for us, right? Guys are getting beat down. Someone comes in for the save. Yeah, that's awesome. But if it's someone that's already there, like say the Bucks are getting beat down,
1: here comes Kenny Omega. Yeah,
2: like that's awesome still, but.
1: And that so, was awesome back then. It's it is a different time. What want, I meant to yeah. say was these reveals, like revealing the other sixty percent of the roster. I think that's going to be a lot of those like reveal pops. It's going to be, I yeah, I hope and I hope. Actually so. got a little hype uh, when uh, being elite last week uh, brought out Jake the Snake to do the cards.
2: I them. loved it. I I, I love that segment and uh, shout out to Jazz. Uh, former ECW competitor, former NWA women's champion, who had to... Vac- I think she had it for like a couple of years, some ridiculous, some lengthy amount of time. Um, And we'll get into NWA shit here in a minute too because I got something to talk about about that. But uh, Jazz, I think she had some kind of medical shit or something going on. She's all bald now, which is weird. Not that, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's just I'm so not used to that. Um, So I don't know if there's some medical going on, but that whole fucking thing that was cut with jake the snake and just sitting there and like hey i got something for you You know it's like he's the perfect guy to be you dealing card you can get yeah dude he because he is like that sinister he's a devil like don't trust the snake don't trust the hand you know like it's it's
1: got this crazy like evil element to yeah, me you know it's evil it's it's sinister and he's got like He's like two. he's like he's got the voice of a 2000-year-old person that yeah. been smoking he doesn't cigarettes for to, 1800 yeah. years.
2: And he did light up a cigarette. So, you know, I'm sorry if that hurts some people's feelings, but um he's he's that guy where he he doesn't have to be explained. You know, he is Jake the Snake. You know where you're getting in the fact that he was there doing that. It was a perfect fit. It's cool. Like I said, AEW firing off on all cylinders, man. Everything they do, every little promo shit has been so far not to say they can't fuck up in the future, but that's that was money, dude. That little segment right there to me was priceless. Right. Like I watched it and I was like amazed. You had the reveal of uh jazz, you had the reveal of uh Teal Piper, Roddy Roddy Piper's daughter, who is gonna make her debut in the uh Battle Royale. And she's super hot too, by the way. <laughs> she's Hi.
0: Teal. Piper. Hello.
2: Yeah. Um, and who else did they reveal for that? There was a third. Oh, uh, Evelise from Lucha Underground.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I tell you.
2: come on, dude! This is fuck,
1: man. This is I'm so fucking pumped for this shit. I also like uh the ebb and flow of some of the content that they put out, like with all this stuff. So that they, they had they had like two or three. That had... was that wine hit me. This wine is brutal. It's not April wine. No, I don't know what I just burped up. I like April wine. Uh oh, so like being the elite. Is not really, like, they're going back to, like, they did the old, they've done, like, that old school, like, thing where it, it kind of, they just follow them, like, you follow the bucks while they go on tour doing yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's almost like now they're stretching out stuff because it's almost not, it's cool to see that stuff. And they planted a few of the seeds with some, like, actual stuff over the last, you know, couple months to a year. Um, But now it's okay to watch that and let, like, I'm very impressed with probably they're, they're they're like really slow building they're doing they're they are great
2: storytellers like those guys once their run and ring is done and they're telling great stories now but imagine what they're going to do like backstage is just like content creators or for the the guys that are going to take their spots you know i don't know when they, that they day just comes. started
1: i know that day, that if it's all, if it's all successful that that's going to be five to ten years from now,
2: oh, if not more.
1: Yeah, if not more.
2: Um, which is awesome. And here is the thing. I mean, dude, the Bucks have been around for a long time now. You know, I mean, I remember watching them, and uh, you know, we've had Steve. Uh, shout out to Steve Tortorella from Warrior Wrestling, who was out in like early mid two thousands and watching them at Pro Wrestling Guerrilla out in California, California, and uh, you know. In the mid-2000s, I was also aware of them as Generation Me and TNA when they were coming in and doing shit with, like, more sitting machine guns and stuff. Like, it's like, holy fuck, man. And this, watch what these boys have become. Is Ooh, dog, it's some stacking special. <laughs> they got them blessings. You know, a little bit chicken, but a whole lot of blessings. They got it all.
1: Can I, uh, have you been watching anything other than wrestling? Um, yeah. That sounds like a forced Segment. I actually just... Mostly because I want to talk about something.
2: No, no, oh, because you want to be we'll a go. dick. Go ahead. Everybody, feel free to write and uh, leave your comments about <laughs> House rent is a dick. Uh, yeah, I do, but real quick, I wanted to touch on this because I kind of already did
0: touch on this before I touched... Never mind. Kiss it, Pat Jazz, Pat
2: Jazz. (laughs) Billy Corgan had a huge announcement with the NWA uh, talking about they're in October also starting TV. Yeah. So they're going to be looking for people, too. And it's, it's, man, it's this fucking who's who of, like, promotion-wise, like, who's going to be snatching this guy? Who's going to be taking that guy? You know? And the thing is, with all the indie talent and how good it is now... They could fucking sign all of them. There is so much more that are gonna like keep popping up. That and this is stuff that maybe I'm wrong, but back in the day when I was younger, I didn't see that. I didn't see like the you know, but I wasn't really into like the indie crowd. You know, I didn't know where these. Obviously, everybody back in the day came from the indies because when you worked like territories and whatever, that's independence. If you weren't fucking like AWA or NWA or WCW or fucking WWF, um. I think the talent pool right now in this generation and probably even in the next one is just so abundant of people who are super athletic, people who will get the storytelling globally. Yeah. And all over the world, dude, there's this insane talent pool. So it's like, okay, Billy, sign whoever the fuck you want. Okay, Vince, sign whoever the fuck you want. Okay, fucking Tony Khan, sign whoever the fuck you want. And there's still going to be enough left over, you know, so impact can still remain good uh warrior wrestling can still remain good black label pro freelance aaw all these fucking promotions all pcw ultra all across the country and throughout the world are going to be able to still maintain as long as they develop these guys maintain and build and develop yeah they can all grow. It's a high product still Oh yeah so it's like in in my eyes it's like when does it stop and it's weird for me right now i don't i shouldn't even probably be saying this about a glass ceiling of like okay when's this boom gonna end i you know like i said it's like a premature ejaculate i probably should have said it or done it you know but i just did it's, is it <laughs> it is that is correct <laughs> it's also erect oh yeah get with it there's your favorite soundbite um but man dude i mean you know what i'm saying like it, it, maybe i'm premature to say that i'm not trying to be negative about it but I mean, it's with everything in life. You know, we saw it, and nobody thought about it when it was happening at the time with the NWO, the Attitude Era, all that shit, the Golden Era. When we were kids, nobody ever thought about that, but we're all a little bit older now, and we kind of have the inside sight on the business. It's like, man, when does it end? When does it go back into remission? And I, I don't see that happening for a very long time, and I'm super fucking stoked because we're still in, like, the fucking... The blooming stages, yeah. of this whole revolution of yeah. professional wrestling it and pop culture and everything shelling yeah, together, like you said, yeah, blooming, yeah, and it's not and it's not just pro wrestling. Pro wrestling to me is the catalyst for this, but it's <laughs> it's it's comic books, it's movies, it's us as a culture and as whether you whether you want to call it nerds or fucking you know anybody that's into the movies, uh,
1: I like comic to
2: books, like shit. music, yeah. yes. And it, and wrestling is now that you have these guys that are adapting everything and bringing yeah. it all under one. Because it's all cool. It is all cool. And and wrestling is the perfect place to showcase all of that because they are everything. It's that circus act that is everything. It's fucking rock and roll. There's it's so many people doing rap. so much cool it's shit fucking, out there. You know, it, it's superheroes. It's super villains. It's action. It's comedy. It's drama. It's, it's romance. Sauce, it's suspense. You know. Microbes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah micro brews <laughs> there you go i'm just proud of your uh blooming analogy yeah it's way better than the uh premature
0: ejaculate one
1: no no i mean i like them but both. you're right it's it's so it's so exciting because as excited as i've been to watch some of this stuff over the last year uh dude there's going to be stuff happening in the future very soon that's gonna top everything and then the topped that stuff that topped all the stuff before just, is what? going to get topped again. And
2: how big is that gonna be? Because it's already fucking huge, everything yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Wait wait till
1: the first AEW. If you have video an game for more drops. than four hours you need to call the hospital.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called a preepism. It's the world we're um, in. Living. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yes, boners. <laughs> in the old had huge boners. Boners. <laughs> Boner episode. Anyways, quit trying to sidetrack me, you <laughs> piece of shit. Imagine like the first AEW video game. Imagine AEW doing comic books. Imagine being able to go to the fucking store and buy the first AEW action figure. That shit, I'm excited about. You know, I'm excited for that whole thing and for it to invade and just getting everybody's fucking pores seep in, do the damage. Yeah, I I cannot wait for that because the that was like. As a teenager, that was some of like the best times of my life like moment where you're just like, man dude, everything is fucking cool but it's even cooler now because like I said, all it's involving everything you know these these guys are going out there and whether they're giving a fucking story or not, whether they're bringing it to the table or to the forefront in their attire or their attitude or their promos, it's involving everything and this is I always like to tell people wrestling is everywhere. It all—it's like the Kevin Bacon shit—all comes back to wrestling, dude. We could start talking about heavy metal. We're gonna go back to wrestling. We start talking about gangster rap. Go back to wrestling. Horror movies gonna go back to wrestling. Video games. Anything you fucking like, you can do fucking opera. Anything, it goes back to fucking wrestling.
1: For life! Woo!
2: (laughs) Jesus, that was Ric Flair, ladies and gentlemen, as Pavarotti. (laughs) A poor variety. Poor variety. Poor variety show. Poor variety show. <laughs> but th- that that shit to me is super cool. So now that my ranting is done,
1: um, getting what a little a r- bit. I'm about to rant about this wine. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's starting I to do say some the damage. name of it is brutal. think <laughs> burping up stuff I ate 15 years ago. Ooh, Why? <laughs>
2: He's burping up souls like Freddy Krueger or some oh. shit. Um, so that is one thing I did also watch. It was uh, not this past weekend. But the weekend before, I don't know if I talked about that. I went through the Nightmare on Elm Street,
1: the first six. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. Off mic. I own all of them on DVD, but it, it's cool. It's on Shutter, so I watched that. That first one traumatized me when I was a little kid. Really? Yeah, when Johnny Depp gets folded in half and sucked into the bed. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's like eating tacos. A first, he shows his dick. Dick spoiler alert. <laughs> no, he's in bed, man. I, I don't know how old I I want to say maybe I was 10, 11. I don't know. Yeah. I, odds are, since I'm older, I, I was probably like 31. But, uh, yeah, he gets sucked in there, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm not falling asleep. Not ever again, ever, ever, ever. See, I had the complete opposite effect. I uh, I think I was five when I started,
2: four or five when I was turned on and all that shit. And I remember for a good five, six years in a row, since I was like four or five, I you was trying Fred- to contact Freddie? Yeah, I got a contact high from him. You're in my world now, bitch. <laughs> I am the body. You are <laughs> the brain. <Yeah>. Oh,
1: Fred. <laughs> I'm scared as hell.
2: Um I was Freddy for like four or five years for Halloween. I used to, I remember as a like young kid, I'd have like dreams that I was hanging out with him and shit. We were doing dastardly things, you know. <laughs> Freddy things. But it you know, it was all innocent. It was just hanging out, but never I murder. Mean,
1: it was like TPing Yeah, yeah. Uh, kicking people's mailboxes down. Yeah,
2: yeah, making sweet corn on the grill. Um <laughs> and that grill just happened to be in a basement with a fucking glove, petrified glove in it.
0: Ew. Ew.
2: But yeah, that stuff uh
1: What's Freddy, it like going back to it?
2: I love it. It 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 like I said, dude, it's coming back to wrestling. Another huge thing with wrestling is nostalgia. For me, in horror too, it's that takes me nightmare on Elm street to me is the genesis of what I was as a kid being not necessarily a fan, but I liked it because I was too young to be a fan. You know, I didn't understand what being a fan of something was. I just knew I liked it. I grew up in a household where it was like, you know, there was universal monsters and shit around. And then, you know, you get involved in the eighties, uh, slasher shit like that, which was to me, there was no better time in horror than the eighties. and, I mean, fuck. You look at everybody that's trying to rip it off and go back to it now. It tells you a little sum. But going back to it, I love it. There's some shit that really grosses me out. Like I think it's uh, what is it? Is it three Dream Warriors? Yeah, um, three. Freddy,
1: your face pussy.
2: <laughs> the black dude. I love that dude. Um, but when he he turns the one chick into a, a cockroach. So
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. fuck
2: it! I, I'm really weird with transformation scenes. Like my girlfriend gets on me all the time because she's like, "Oh, you can't watch that, but you're into all this shit." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know, I, I don't know. Fuck you. It's like, I, d- I don't like it. You know, I'm sorry. I'm like sensitive I don't like to boogers some and of this cut shit. hair. Yeah, boogers and come home. Um, <laughs> but when her arms get ripped off and like the bug arms come out and shit, <laughs> it's so fucking gross. I hate cockroaches, dude. You know, and it's weird. I people that know me know, you know, I have scorpions, I have tarantulas, you know, weird shit, but never in a fucking day will i own own or nor feed any of my animals a fucking cockroach i just they're the worst nastiest fucking bug on the planet dude so everywhere yeah they're fucking everywhere and they're gonna outlive us all you know they're gonna outlive vince mcmahon believe it or not Mm -hmm. um so when her skin falls off of her arms and she's got the bug shit and freddie's carrying the box and it's like (laughs) you know and he just squishes it dude i'm like oh god i i had to turn away as a 36 year old man did it made me cringe i was like no no daddy <laughs> i was like squeal like a pig i'm about to squeal like a pig oh dusty you're so crazy i think i wonder yeah, i wonder because
1: that was uh there's a, there's a it's all practical effects yeah it, and i it, didn't watch a new one was, did you watch the the new nightmare on oh, oh god
2: 2010 yeah yeah it's hard to believe now that's almost 10 years it's crazy, old crazy right um, I never watched I it, like even it. though
1: I like. I like. Uh, what's did not name? like it.
2: I, I yeah yeah the actor the, the guy dude. played Rorschach. Yeah,
1: I think he's awesome. But he it is. wasn't very
2: good. N- I mean, it's hard to really remember because I watched it when it came out. It's um, forgettable. It was very forgettable. It was something that should have never happened. Like there, uh, there comes a point. Anybody out there in fucking Hollywood that's listening right now, if you're not, then fuck your life. Um, why? I get. I get the remakes. To an extent, but it's got to fucking stop. You don't take a franchise like Nightmare on Elm Street and remake it. You just don't do it because Robert Englund is Freddy. There's no one else that has that posture. You know what I'm saying? That fucking that look, that uh, je ne sais quoi. Of Freddy Fucking Krueger than Robert England. It never should have been redone. I I remember when I first heard about it, dude. I was like, I I was so livid, dude. I was like breaking shit. Like it 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 pissed me off, dude. Freddy is the epitome of like a horror icon,
1: you know, for the eighties. But there's a face of the thing. I know Hellraiser had the same actor, and then they, didn't they switch that? And they it got a little. They it got a, not as. But nobody like. Yeah, but You're still right. he, he, Roberto he, is Freddy Krueger. Like. Right. And and the same with uh, uh I
2: can't think of his name right now. How do I not know that? I'm sorry. Uh you guys can drop Help in me. the comments and call me Hellraiser.
1: Oh, oh, I don't know his name, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um
1: I think he was only in like the first two though.
2: No, he was in all of them except for I want to say in the last couple. Okay. Um but anyways, and he's also done some wrestling shit. Everything comes back to wrestling um with uh Black Craft wrestling, which comes back I haven't heard wrestling. much from them. I don't even know if they're a promotion anymore. But uh, they had a dope ass fucking world title. Um, thing with Hellraiser, they they redid it, and the last one that came out, I don't know if it's like Revelation or whatever. It was it's actually like pretty damn last good. Year? You, yeah, yeah, within the
1: last two years. Yeah,
2: yeah, it it was actually pretty damn good. But Hellraiser, dude, there were so fucking many of them. And the same thing with uh, Chainsaw Massacre should have never been touched. Like you, you cannot recreate what Toby Hooper did in the seventies and in that hot Texas heat. That that shit was the most realistic horror movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. I remember watching that as a kid. I couldn't even tell you what age, but it was very fucking young. Because once I started with Freddy, it was it. You know, once I started getting over, you know, older five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, it was like going every weekend. To Movie Gallery or Blockbuster, and we were fucking renting out the horror section, me and my buddies, dude. And that like, was a,
1: so, you, uh, I, I didn't watch a lot of them because you the way that you, so the 80s, 80s, and 90s, too, was 90s, yeah, there's a was lot of Was a good wonderful shit. time for that, like what I used to call, like, for creativity. I used to call, like, low budget karate movies, too. Yeah. Like, so, they'd be all these. All these movies with American actors that were all produced in like Hong Kong and they were B Thailand. movies, but
2: they were A movies. You know what I'm saying,
1: right? They made all these like all the, the whole Evil Dead series came out, like uh, Army of Darkness came out, but it was a it was a higher budget film, uh, right? Made by a it was a, it was the, it had the biggest budget in the series, but the yeah. majority of the horror stuff, and that was the time of Fangora and all the different horror magazines, yeah. and you could just and it was all like these super Which low back budget. Now. Did it ever leave? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, uh, but but there was a uh, like. It was all there. If you're a fan of that stuff, mm-hmm. there was so much of that practical effect gore. I mean, I remember going to it th- was you great, know like Strax dude. and the different grocery stores, flipping through the magazines, I'd flip through all the martial arts magazines, yep. then I'd flip through Mad yeah. and Cracked.
2: Yeah, and I I'd cracked. Grab- remember Alfred E. Newman and then who was the other guy? I can't think of his name. C- the blonde haired C- uh, kid. was oh, it Sid? Something something
1: P. Ah. Fuck. Are we saying the same thing? It doesn't matter. Whatever. But like uh but I'd go through the Fangora and the like there were two other horror magazines and it would just be like people with their tongues cut off, faces cut off, and mm. this is in the middle of Strax. You know, my mom's getting eggs and you <laughs> so know, getting ready
2: to fucking bread and and, uh, and like kill
1: some chick ingredients for cookies and stuff. And and I'm watching like it's the goriest, it's like the goriest thing out there. But you know, it's all fake, so it didn't mess me up. That was also right. You know what? I didn't really look through wrestling magazines mm. for some reason. It wasn't. Do you, back then it was. It wasn't for the me. same, but there was a lot of like there was that There was
2: Pro Wrestling Illustrated. There cut, was WWF like, a lot of magazine. people bleeding and
1: shit. I was yeah. like, I don't see this. Where, where? What do I have to watch to watch these guys bleed? I also didn't care about the well, bloody stuff.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, it's it's a, it's a weird thing with horror. It's it's fantasy, and my son, who's eleven now, I mean, he was raised on it, much like I was. I, I wasn't going to be that parent where I'm like, okay, you can't. You know, I don't. Here's the thing: you can raise your kids to be good quality human beings without the typical uh, PC bullshit. You know, it, hey. I'm not saying that kids should go out and say fuck or this, that, and whatever, because yeah, I get it. That is, it's a little tacky, but if they know what the word is, when they get old enough to say it in the appropriate setting and they understand it, let them fucking say it. It's a word. It's a word, people. Fucking, <laughs> come on, you know? it's. I love Frank Zappa so much and his whole ideology on the whole thing, it's like, it's a fucking word. Just like the same thing with sex. Like, young kids aren't allowed to know what naked bodies look like what the fuck you know like that's that's stupid to me i mean i get it in a sense and i'm not gonna like take it there but my whole thing is is you know i was brought into horror at a a really early age i did the same thing with my son i think like man he was three years old and he was watching like wizard of gore and shit you know (laughs) like blood feast 2 like and he loved it. And like still to this day, the one that like stuck with him and this is how I know this is my motherfucking blood. He loves Return to Living Dead. And I absolutely love that fucking movie. Like I wish I could have lived in that universe in that movie. Like it's it's a great flick. It resonates. Those,
1: those movies back then also I mean, some of them were where they had like a like a serious edge to them, but most of them didn't. So I think the difference yeah. is like there's almost like there's a the horror comedy, like a horror comedy, but there's like a there's like a thing where we all, we're all in on it, and we all know that this isn't like, like it's fun. They used to have bits in the in Let's the quote 90s. He I mean, it, the really real world, man. Yeah, it, it it's it's uh there there used to be like before podcasts or radio shows where they would run down movie theater like movies like horror movies and they call they call out quality kills. Yeah, like different ways. Joe Bob it Briggs wasn't, is that what he did? Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of that
2: shit. But but, like there's a all kinds of foo kills and all that but shit. But, like,
1: like, this is why, like, I'm not I'm not as big of a fan of, like, Eli Roth movies or, like, the hostile movies. Because those are, they're, like, they're brutal there's for like the a, sake of brutal. They're brutal for the sake of brutal, but they're, like, there's almost no humor to it. So, yeah. I think when somebody came out with that term, like, horror porn, I understand it because it's, like, it feels different. The stuff back then, a lot of it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, Night of the Living Dead, which the original black and white version, yeah, yeah. Which, which didn't have didn't really have any gore, no, like at all. But it, it's the that concept. The hell out of but me. See, it's, but it's it also all up here. It's, yes, it's in, the, true. it's
2: in the head. It's mental. Same thing with like The Exorcist. I mean, which oh, for did sure. practical yeah. shit. But then you're thinking of I was scared oh, fuck, to watch it. Religion, yeah. and especially at that yeah, yeah. impressionable age when you're young and you don't know like God and the devil and like if that's real. Did I watch that shit really in high deep. school?
1: Yeah. And I was like, I was in my buddy's basement. I was scared to watch it because there's an opening behind the couch. And I was like, devil's going to fucking put me in a headlock. (laughs) I'm just going to see an arm come up under my chin. You're going to tap out. And I'm going to tap out. And he's going to be like, not today. (laughs) Sounds like Shao
2: Kahn for some weird reason. I only have three voices.
1: (laughs) Shao Kahn, Shao Kahn,
2: and Shao Kahn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not the same.
0: Finish him. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Round three. Fuck! Why haven't you finished this Your shit? Your soul Garrett? is mine.
2: <laughs> Your
0: soul food is mine. <laughs> I'm hungry. Do you do
2: carryouts? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're getting a little off track
1: here. This is poison wine. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna hit stop. I'm gonna vomit all over this table. That's and good. Have to build a as new long table. as
2: I can vomit out of my pee hole before you do that.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways uh what were we talking about horror movies are awesome um oh (laughs) hey uh i love a everybody out there listening i love
2: how serratin is so fucking fueled up by his own uh poison tonight that he's he's kind of he's pulling the a little bit of a juice moment here where he's
1: just like uh hey dude (laughs) no i was gonna say um we got some cool stuff coming up. We've been talking about it. Man, so let's got, close out the show with some yeah, of this yeah. cool shit we that's going on. And if you're cool listening shit. to this and you know anybody that might be interested in anything we're doing, share the fucking show. Yeah, Review us on iTunes. Do all the stuff. Help us blow this up. This is so much fun for us to do. But
2: we need your help.
1: Yeah. We
2: need you guys to be there. You you like us coming sitting here in talking about weeks. horror. Guess what? I can fucking take an hour long. Uh, episode of your time talking about like a badass fucking horror flick or any of that comic books video games (laughs) the juice is your source for all of that shit in in a couple of weeks here's the thing we got a huge fucking weekend for the midwest area for chicagoland it's like the wrestlemania of 2019 for chicagoland you have a friday night we will be attending the Game Changer Wrestling, aka GCW Black Label Pro, co-hosted event Two Cups Stuffed, which is fucking. You know you're gonna have like guys like recently signed AEW Orange Cassidy versus Gangrel. You think he's gonna be able to suck the juice or what from that orange, or is it gonna be a blood orange?
0: Oh, I nailed it from every direction. That's right. Get
2: out. <laughs> Get the fuck out. That's our Friday That's our Friday And that, that shit starts at midnight, right? So going into Saturday And before I get into what we're going to do on Saturday I want to quickly give a shout out to my homies Super Genie and Sabu They were on episode 69 Which you guys can find on any podcast platform or jpdub.com Check that shit out Buy Sabu's book at ecwsabu.com They were at Grilled. In Chicago, which is where we're going to be doing a live podcast uh, the day of AEW from noon to 3 p.m. We're going to be there doing a live podcast. It's uh, We're going to be doing a Q&A. There's going to be me. There's going to be Big Ed the Assassin. There's going to be Srenton. You're going to have Bruiser Brody there. You're going to have the fucking J.J. Dillon's going to be there. <laughs> People are going to be like, really, J.J. Dillon? Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just show up and find out. Not only that, we have a lot of surprise guests showing up. So, who's it going to be? I, I'm just going to leave this on the table. You don't know until you show up. There are going to be some people involved from the Chicago independent wrestling scene and maybe possibly from beyond that are going to show up here. And you're going to be like, when you get there, you're going to be like, holy fuck, man. Like, I just got wet. Yeah. And, and it's going to be great. So, we're going to be doing that live podcast. We're going to do a Q&A. We're going to have a chance for you guys to win tickets for uh, Max Wood Grill is putting on A road trip to AEW that's to and from the Sears Center. After the show ends at 3 p.m., we're going to be heading out on the bus, which includes adult
1: beverages. Dude, it's 20 bucks. It's only 20 bucks. Round trip. It's only 20 bucks. That's your Uber will probably be more.
2: I think it's only 20 bucks.
1: It's only 20 bucks.
2: It's only 20 bucks.
1: Can you please slow down and spell Max Wood Grilled? Yeah, yeah. M A
2: C apostrophe S. -S 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 W-O-O-D-G-R-I-L-L-E-D. Juice is literate. Very good. Yeah, check that- them out. They're on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. and Twitter. They, they just, I want to send a shout-out, and the reason I gave a shout-out to uh, Super Genie and Sabu, they were just at Max Wood Grill. I set something up for a uh, shout-out to my boy Kevin, who runs the place, uh, co-owner of Max Wood Grill. They had a SummerSlam viewing party with Sabu, and this was like no notice. And it was a fucking, it was a banger, man. It was, it was a Everybody had a good time. People got to go there and watch fucking SummerSlam with the legend, Sabu, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, and fucking the super genie, Melissa Coates, fucking former Miss Olympia. Like, yeah, that's the kind of shit we're setting up now and doing for people. So they had them there. I'm glad it was a success. We're going to be doing some more shit with them in the future. Um but as it pertains to AEW right now, like I said, we got the AEW road trip. It's on a bus. It for twenty bucks. Only twenty bucks. What? How much is it? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks,
1: which includes round adult beverages. Trip, adult it's round beverages. trip. Yeah, you get to sit with us. You
2: get to sit with us, hang out. We're gonna be fucking partying the whole time. Don't We're get me wrong. Smell great. <laughs> We're gonna smell fucking great. We're gonna look great. We're all gonna have huge boners. Um, well, where
1: <laughs> they from? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah sometimes a boner is inappropriate
0: <laughs> especially around elizabeth <laughs> yeah where's the snake get the snake away from elizabeth when what me
2: what's the trouser snake <laughs> shout out to kevin smith on that one um it's gonna be a great time though we're gonna be hanging out with all these guys and everybody in the chicagoland that is planning on attending aew all out fucking come out there and hang out with us you know what's the worst you could do like noon to three hang out if you don't want to take the bus that's great and you want to drive to the sears center go ahead go do it but and there's also going to be an opportunity for you guys to win tickets to get on the bus with us and not be like crisscross and miss the bus (laughs) remember that shit no oh that was a deep cut i missed the bus (laughs) for for all you out there that know what i'm talking about looking up crisscross it's going to be a good time, man. We're we're going to fuck shit up. We're going to have a great time. All you wrestling fans, everybody in the city of Chicago that's looking to have a good time for AEW, you got the best fucking podcast to do it with because <laughs> we ain't no about- slouches when it comes to having a good time, man. We love
1: having a good time. And the, yeah! thing that, the thing that we constantly promote to the point of, I don't know, maybe we're annoying about it, but we welcome everyone. Come everybody. Hang out. Come talk to us. Dude. You can grab my ass come, if you want. Well, that, Male that, or female, I don't care. That's between you and the people that show up. But, yeah, man, it's, it's super welcoming. If you're a fan of any of the stuff we talk about, come hang out. If you're a fan of tasty cocktails, if you're mm, a fan of a good value, Cox. if you're going to the event and you don't have a ride yet, if you live in Wicker Park and you're going to the event, come hang out. If you're not going to the event, come hang out anyways. Yeah. just Just come hang out. Yeah,
2: it's going to be a great time, and we'll be filming all of this. We'll be doing a live podcast. It's going to be fucking amazing. So if you guys want to get on that podcast, like I said, do a Q and a We're going to be doing a and a with us and uh, some other members of the JP Dub crew that you've heard before on the podcast, like Big Ed the Assassin, Bruiser Brody, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and not only that, there's going to be a lot more shit going on. Like I said, you, you could actually win tickets to get your fucking trip paid for. Right and get free fucking booze. <laughs> Nothing beats that. And and we might it, have
1: some. We might have some merch that well, we're giving away. Also. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's gonna be that. And that's. I'm glad you brought that up. There's gonna be free swag. There's gonna be lots of wrestling free swag from Max and from us to be given away. Anybody that attends the event, you're gonna have a great fucking time. Then we're gonna head to AEW where we got a suite with a uh, STF Underground podcast and the Hub Chicago. I want to send a shout out to those good brothers out there. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> I, I just talked to uh, Dave tonight And before we went on air And we got the hookup, man We got we got some good grubs Some good booze getting ready For the sweet We're we're gonna fuck a rock roll As only the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast can do We're gonna have a great fucking time yeah. And then to top it all off On Sunday yeah. If you guys haven't gotten your tickets For Warrior Wrestling 6 If you haven't listened to episode 70 yet With Steve Tortorella Where he told you all the badass shit That was good Well of it because some more shit's still seeping out the cracks. Like the debut of Frank Muir. Yeah, that's right. Frank Muir. That's right. At the fucking dude, he's going to be at the VIP Fan Fest. He's also going to be at Warrior Wrestling 6. I don't know what he's going to be doing, but I do know Austin Aries. He's like his manager.
1: Brock Lesnar's foot. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He is that guy. This foot is mine. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's mine and I fuck it up mine, you can't have it back <laughs> Son of a bitch Yeah, but I, McFoley's gonna be there You have yeah. the Lucha Bros, you have Brian Cage It's just a plethora of Butch Man killer, Yeah. Killer cross, it's a plethora of who's who That's gonna be at this fan fest for a hundred bucks You can go to Starcast, Which Warrior Wrestling is also a part of But at Starcast, if you're wanting to meet all these guys It's gonna cost you an arm and a leg and no disrespect, they, everybody's got to run their business and shit, but I'm telling you, Warrior, the VIP fan fest, has always been the best bang for your buck. Especially now, it, it, you're going to have a who's who of legends and up and coming talent and like the current best in the professional wrestling world. Like I said, the Lucha Bros, you're going to see them. We're going to see them at all out. And then the next day, <laughs> we're going to get to see them at fucking Warrior Wrestling against Daga and Tessa Blanchard. That is fucking amazing. So get your tickets at warrior wrestling.net VIP fan fest, a hundred bucks. I believe tickets for the show, at least general admission, like 30 or 35 bucks. It's, it's a killer price. It's for a good cause. It all goes to scholarships for kids for Marion Catholic high school. We've been there. You've heard the rap before we've been there. We've done it. We've rocked. We've rolled. We had a great time. Uh, We've hung out with Brian Pillman there. We've talked to him, Chris Ridgeway. We've talked to uh, Melissa Santos, the rascals, you name it. And what's going to happen this time? Cause we'll be there doing another live podcast at warrior wrestling VIP fan fest. I got to see
1: Lisa Mariva. Oh
2: yeah. Yes, you did. You did. And you had a good time doing it. I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sweet. It's, it's going to be fucking awesome. So I can't stress enough. You guys, we have a huge weekend. So come out and hang with us at GCW and black label pro on the 30th on the 31st. Hang out with us at max wood grill from, 12 to fucking 3 p.m. And then take the bus with us if you have to. or if You don't have to, but you probably should. Or I'll fucking question, you know, what kind of person you really are. Um, And hang out with us at fucking All Out. And then the next day, Chicago Heights,
0: Warrior Wrestling!
2: It's going to be fucking insane. So you got three days, three opportunities to hang with some cool-ass motherfuckers that like to keep it real and just have a good time. And if you're into the same vibe then all you got to do is check us out weekly on any podcast platform on jpdub.com on facebook on instagram on twitter and then you gotta what up. Up. up, up what
0: up what up what up. up oh i like to keep it so Lottery. lottery players are subject to ohio laws and commission regulations please play responsibly two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious say hello to donato's new bacon duo pizzas two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon and the chipotle bacon duo with canadian bacon and chipotle season bacon